When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And we are discussing Obi-Wan Kenobi this week with (laughs) relation to his relationship (laughs) with Satine and how it compares to Anakin and Padme's relationship, which is an interesting topic, I think. All right. Well, the quick caveat, if you hear crunching in the background, it's my dog is, she's a little reactive and she needs comfort and she has to be in here right now. So she's chewing on a loud bone. So sorry for any gross chewing it's sounds. Okay. In the, <laughs> the things we do for our children. Were there gross chewing sounds in Obi Wan and Satine's relationship, and or Obi? <laughs> I'm sorry, Anakin and Padme's relationship. What a I'm gross to, segue! <laughs> I'm trying to segue this shit. <laughs> so these two relationships are messy. We'll just we'll just chalk it up as that. At, at their best, they're messy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so much... There's a lot of similarities. And then there's a lot of, like, opposites with them. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about these two is the way that they show affection and or their love for one another. Because yeah. you and I have discussed, well... In the Obatine episode, I believe, which is Obi-Wan and Satine mixed together. And then we have Annie Dalla, which is Anakin and Padme Amidala mixed together. Which I've also heard Panikin. Which is so silly. Which is weird. (laughs) Honestly, all these these names are silly. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Obi-Wan and Satine and Anakin and Padme. But the first thing I think of is, is... how they show their love to each other, which is very different, I think. Yeah, very. All of the we have to hide this relationship shit aside, how they show each other affection is crazy. Crazy yeah. different. Right. Anakin and Padme are very physical in their affection. They hug, they hold hands. Yeah, like their love language is definitely physical touch. Yes, yeah. And Obi-Wan and Satine's is, they they do touch each other, which they is do. interesting because Obi-Wan doesn't touch people very much in no. the cartoons. I think Ewan McGregor's performance is much more physical, but um, their love is, is like service or uh, <laughs> well, what devotion. Are, there, yeah. Aren't there like, what is it? Like eight love languages? Was there eight? I thought there were Let four. Maybe there's four. Oh, five. Oh, 
both wrong. We're all wrong. <laughs> Read them off. Let's let's be reminded what they are. Receiving gifts, mm. quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation. Okay. So Obi-Wan and Satine are definitely like acts of service slash words of affirmation <laughs> when they're not quarreling with one another. <laughs> Yeah. When they're not being passive aggressive towards one another's uh, jobs. <laughs> or maybe that is how they show their love. I'm not sure. Yeah, passive aggression isn't on this list. It's not on there? <laughs> Damn. Should be. I mean, I would say Anakin and Padme are physical touch. And I don't know. They They do exchange gifts. They do. Yep. And they do strive for quality time, though I don't know how much of it they get. Yeah. Yeah. I I <clears> just <throat> think the fact that, okay, so there's a lot of different ways you can show somebody love, right? Right. The way that Satine and Obi-Wan, and that's what I find so very interesting about their relationship, is the fact that Satine loved Obi-Wan so much that she didn't interfere with his love for being a Jedi and his dedication to being a Jedi. And he yeah. loved her so much that he didn't like interfere with the pacifism and the, you know, the Mandalorian ideals and culture and all that stuff, you know, that the Republic yeah. was meddling in or trying to or helping, etc. So in the end, they loved each other enough to let each other go, which directly contrasts how, Anakin could never let Padme go, and what is what led to their demise. Yes, and like even beyond her death, like into his time as oh, Vader, yeah. he still was obsessing about it. So yeah, yes, definitely. Anakin is. Um, people don't like to hear this, but he's codependent. He is. Oh, if he you've is. Ever been in a codependent relationship? You know that's he is one hundred percent that. He can't exist without his other person. That's totally. not and, healthy. <laughs> uh, no, it's it it leads to oh, like obsession like he had, mm -hmm. which you could argue wasn't even love. It was the uh, the love of the idea of something. He yeah. was in love with the idea that somebody loved him that accepted it, which is is nice. You want that in a partner. But he never wanted to let it go. He didn't want to let Padme breathe, I don't think. Yeah, that's, it's interesting. You're saying that and it's triggering like all these memories of, from Clone Wars where he's kind of giving her a hard time mm -hmm. about her duty. And actually, mm -hmm. even in, what is it, Attack of the Clones, where he gives his oh, famous speech about dad. being a pro-dictatorship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like uh, there was... There was tension when their beliefs didn't align in a way that felt a little bit scary. Like, Very. Oh, are you going to lose it all of a sudden and like, force crush my throat? Um, mm. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm just here to tell everyone I'm an independent woman who is in a relationship with a man and I need space to breathe. Yeah. I cannot and will not handle someone who stifles myself, my creativity, uh, my yeah. anything. Same. If you're with the right person, they give you the space. To yes. Do that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And they'll support you, uplift you. It's not, 
it's not selfish at all. It's actually very healthy and you might learn that lesson the hard way. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you've ever given up who you are or parts of who you are or th- things that you love for another person and there's no equity in your relationship, that's not healthy. And I'm not saying that Obi-Wan and Satine's relationship is necessarily healthy either. Well, no, no, not at all. I think there's... They're both, like, extreme ends of what they are, right? Like, yeah. too possessive on one side and probably too separate on another. Mm-hmm. Too, too independent on the other. Like, yeah. You know, it's about balance, right, in Star Wars? <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly, but they don't have that in either of these relationships. <laughs> well, and I, I see Obi-Wan as the kind of person who, like, hyper-compartmentalizes. So it's like, uh, if he he's with you, you have his attention. But as mm-hmm. soon as he gets called away to something else... There, he stops thinking about you and he's paying attention to the next thing that he's yeah. doing. And I don't know if he would pine for a person. Maybe he does, though, because you see that he clearly has some blockages mentally about Anakin <laughs> and Qui-Gon. So. Truth. But then he seems to be able to kind of like let go of Satine pretty easily in Clone Wars. He kind of just like does his duty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't really see in canon anyway like lasting regret that weighs on his mind all the time. Yeah. Maybe it, it happens, but we don't see that in Clone Wars or really anywhere else. But maybe that's cuz he's like balanced about it. I well, don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I do think that they both very obviously ran to the rescue of uh, they're women, for lack of a better term. But the the women also aided them as well. Yeah. In countless ways. They're both... So the two men are Jedi, and the two women are in a p- position of power politically. Mm-hmm. So those are like the obvious similarities, right? But in what other ways are they similar besides that? I guess in the forbidden love part of it and we don't really know again we surmise about obi-wan and satine but we don't know what happened between them when they were young i mean obi-wan even says to anakin it's natural for us to have these feelings we're just Mm -hmm. not supposed to act on them i had feelings for satine but that's about as far as yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) turned into corky no allegedly (laughs) allegedly <laughs> I I love what you said about Obi-Wan and Satine. I think they accepted that they were like ships that passed in the night, you know? It's like they yeah. have a connection. They love each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, the actors have said they believe that the characters loved each other. Just recently James Arnold Taylor said he believes Obi-Wan loves Satine. He yeah, believes it. I do too. I do too. And they loved each other so much that they accepted that they couldn't give up their duty for love. And I've had some people leave comments on my fanfic about that because I kind of like the ending mm-hmm. is not like a romance ending. It's a more like power, like 
powerful in the sense that like each character is empowered by the end. So it's like uh, a lot of people commented saying that they found that really refreshing that the characters are able to be themselves and not give up things for each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think that Anakin and Padme kind of went down the other route where they were sacrificing things for each other in a way that became suffocating eventually. Yeah. Well, I do think that both Obi-Wan, as we know, as he said, would have left the Jedi Order for Satine. And I do think that Anakin would have also to be with Padme. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure he would have left quite the same way that he ended up leaving. Right. I think had he been given the chance, he would have walked away from it all, like him and Ahsoka actually hint at in their final conversation before she leaves forever, heartbreaking as it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it begs the argument, how does your past build your future with relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. So Obi-Wan was taken from his parents to be a Jedi. And that's all he's yeah. ever known. And he was very young, wasn't he? Well, I guess he'd he have to he be. Was, he was old for his age group, but I thought he said he was like three. Yeah. So, I mean, much younger than Anakin. Oh, yeah. Much younger. Then Anakin was able to form a bond in slavery, nonetheless, mm-hmm. with his mother before he was yanked away. So I could I could see where Anakin has a fear of abandonment because that's all he's ever known, right? No father, right. mother was they were both in slavery. He was yanked from it. Although he made the choice to go, which is much different than like Obi-Wan who was just kind of well like all the Jedi really. Yeah, but like a choice is a 9-year-old. Do 9-year-olds really understand the gravity no, of No, he just wanted to fly so. ships and be cool in space, yeah. right? Like as a 9-year-old <laughs> would in the the galaxy. Yeah. But he never got over that. And so I can totally see why he falls in love with this woman, like the first woman he's ever talked to besides his yeah. mother. I mean, you're right. We, you know, are you an angel? This, it's it's so sweet because it's, it's a so kid pure. saying it. <laughs> and then like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But like his, I look, Anakin is still my favorite case study in all of Star Wars, mentally speaking, for what he goes through, what ends up happening, and how he turns it around. But I don't like where his relationship went by the end of Revenge of the Sith. Like we get a lot more insight in the Clone Wars, but there's some really gross shit that turns me off. That yeah. goes on between those two. Uh, that I view in a way that is not something for me. Yeah. Well, I've I, we have some acquaintances who have also pointed out that there's some stuff in Clone Wars, which I kind of, because it's such a kid show, I kind of like yeah. forget sometimes. There's the stuff with Clovis. Oh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, like Anakin. I just don't see Obi Wan ever doing that. We don't see him doing that. He just moves on with his life and he and doesn't pines. <laughs> Doesn't punch somebody in the face and beat the living stuffing out of yeah, them. Yeah, we just don't see that happen. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it happen. I was it, thinking true. the same thing. I was thinking the exact same thing. But I don't think Satine would ever allow him to do that. She would punch him first. She's a pacifist. She yeah. wouldn't want. 
She doesn't want somebody protecting her at the cost of her pacifism. <laughs> right. Now, to, to Padme's credit, because we appreciate Padme for, she didn't want a war. She didn't want conflict. She wanted people to be at peace. Not in the way that a pacifist is, but she wanted things to be equal. Yeah. And all that shit with Clovis was insane. That's like the jealous lover no one wants. It's not flattering at that point. Yeah. I mean, jealousy really, it really implies that you aren't confident in yourself or your relationship. Yeah. And honestly, I think that jealousy in stories and like forbidden love is always romanticized. To live through it in real life is horrific. <sighs> I mean, there's a lot wrong with rom-coms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I really mean, super not not good in real life. So. I mean, shit, we don't get a whole lot of, of Obi-Wan and Satine, so it's not really a fair argument because we don't see a lot. But yeah, that's true. What they're based in, they still walked away from and chose mm -hmm. their paths, but still held a respect for each other. And there's a lot of memes out there of like Padme just excusing a lot of shit. And is that respectful? I mean, is that... Yeah, I mean, her husband tries to kill her. He chokes her, and then she says there's still good in him. Beautiful, but also... Uh, scary. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird, because it's like you could look at it from two lenses, right? You could see it as a woman seeing past the stress that her husband is under and seeing that, like, he's still good. He's just, like, been forced into this scenario where he cracks which he was yes absolutely he, he was. still but... chose it though and it's not an excuse for his behavior there is it no excuse be. for domestic violence no nope. okay like no circumstances is it all right to be violent towards your partner no especially physically but mentally and emotionally as well and i know a lot of people apologize and excuse anakin because hayden christensen is hot <laughs> And because You'll get no argument, but I'm not excusing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he's an interesting character, but it's also like, it's awful. That's horrific, and it's not acceptable. Like you can't excuse it away. That that's no. like not a gray area to me. No, no. But listen, everyone, I agree. <laughs> I can appreciate the mental games that went on to create. Darth Vader from Anakin, but I do not appreciate some of the shit that went down between him and Padme that we saw. I don't like yeah. it. It's, he strays so far away from where he had been, and I think Clone Wars actually kind of adds more power to those scenes where Anakin starts to fall, and especially in like the Kenobi series where you see mm -hmm. oh, Vader on. broken on his knees. It's like after watching Clone Wars and seeing a more heroic side of Anakin, a more selfless side, you have more opportunities to see his selflessness and his compassion and love for like yeah. Ahsoka. You do see yeah. his his cracks in there, but you see what he could have been if there was that part of him was healed. You know, yeah. that part that was afraid of abandonment. And even though he was taken from his mother... He thought he was safe with Qui-Gon. He said, Jedi can't be killed. And then Qui-Gon dies right away. Right. Yes. So that would have been so traumatizing to a child. I just, it makes sense when you put it all together why he ended up the way he did. Yeah. 
but it's it there comes a point and maybe i'm not talking about anakin anymore there comes a point in your adult <laughs> life where you have to say okay this happened to me but i'm going to change it i'm not yeah. going to allow it to make decisions for me i'm not going to allow it to alter my behavior anymore you know it's called like growing up and yeah he didn't get that chance it was taken from him mm-hmm. palpatine was already you know pulling the strings so to speak and but he still made choices okay and that's the same thing with obi-wan and satine i don't want to short change them in their relationship they made a choice and i do think it's wrong <laughs> in some way as satine is being threatened at dying she says the one liner in the hallway you know i've always loved you or something it's like do you have to bring it up here in a fucking hallway like <laughs> you know what i mean that that well, whole exchange and then anakin kills the dude anyway so like twice with her dying breath yeah she professed her love for obi-wan and he did not reciprocate yeah those are choices as well yeah that really hurt those are those are bad choices, not choices I would make on either yeah. end. It's very, I mean, it's the kind of thing where you say I love you and someone says thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, never now mind. What? I, don't, yeah. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Yeah. And it's like, even if he believed the Jedi code and was holding true to his Jedi codeness to like not have sympathy or empathy for what this woman is putting her heart on the line for you. And you still don't say, I love you too. He just always dances around it a bit. Yeah. Oh, that hurts really bad. As I've always said that Obi-Wan just friend zones. Satine. <laughs> Cause there's this, that line in uh, the, third episode of the mandalore plot where yeah, yeah. satine says yes we're friends and nothing else <laughs> is he telling him himself that i think obi-wan has lived an entire life telling himself yes i did the right thing i don't love her but he did yeah one of those things yeah i think you're right as a, if i keep lying to myself maybe at some point i'll believe it you know <laughs> but- yeah he could have thrown her a bone at the end and said he loved her God, back. Seriously, at least while she was actually dying in the yeah. lawless, he could have said something for fuck's sake. Uh, but all of Obi-Wan's prior life led him up to that moment, too. He was sworn yeah. to a code and he was going to hold to it. The end. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, not a choice I would make. You work your whole life to be in a career and then to like you switch it just because you met someone and fell in love or do you try and find a balance, which is helpful, or do you go all the way on the other end and turn your job into becoming the most powerful Jedi ever and accidentally killing like your job and the person you love. And I'm talking about Anakin. Um, You know, why does it have to be so severe on both sides? Yeah. It's very extreme. And I guess you could kind of blame the Jedi. I mean, I I understand the the like desire to have no attachment, and that's kind of like a Buddhist idea as well. The, having attachments and expectations are the things that cause disappointment. You have to be able to accept that things change, like nothing's permanent. 
And of course, as we see in Star Wars, for both women, both women are used against their partners, right? Like, even though Satine and Obi-Wan are not necessarily in an active relationship, Maul knows it is like Obi-Wan's most vulnerable spot, except for Anakin. Interesting that Maul didn't go after Anakin. Right. And uses her against Obi-Wan, which we have discussed how fucking awful that is because everything Satine works for doesn't matter because she's just used as a pawn to hurt a Jedi. Her life work is just thrown away for that. Well, both both Padme and Satine were, uh, their deaths were subject to the dark side. They were both, their deaths were influenced by the dark side. And for the record, if you haven't listened to our Padme <laughs> didn't die of a broken heart episode, we don't believe she died of a broken heart. We believe that Palpatine no. sucked the life out of her to sustain Anakin. That's the yeah. abridged version. Yeah, but- we have some good Padme episodes. We have some good Obi-Teen episodes you should go back and listen to because we yeah. are very passionate. <laughs> we are very passionate. <laughs> These. But not possessive. No. <laughs> Just deeply sad. <laughs> Sad, disappointed, crying all the time. No big deal. Yes. You know, Um, the usual. (laughs) Thinking about it 24 hours a day. Yes. I just think that it's... The Jedi are set up to fail because they themselves are in in an extreme. You know, it's not balanced. What we've talked about, the Jedi Code and the Sith Code, it's like the Sith is all on one side, the Jedi's all on the other. The gray Jedi is the true balance. Yeah. So you can have... Attachment, which we've talked about with Luke, you can have attachment True. and have it not interfere with your ability to do your duty. You can love someone and still decide that you have to do a selfish or selfless act that might separate you from your loved one. But if it's the right thing to do, you still do it. Mm-hmm. He proves that it's possible. And we see Obi-Wan and Satine in one version of it being destructive and Anakin and Padme in an even more extreme version of how that's destructive. And it's because when you turn off things that are natural in human beings, like Mm -hmm. attachment, Mm -hmm. only bad things come of that. Eventually it's like a powder keg, right? And it's going to blow at some point. It can't sustain it. Mm -mm. You're exactly right. So the Jedi are to blame. Yes. (laughs) I blame the Jedi Council for both relationships not working out. You know what? There were just too many for it to be a coincidence, you know? You really think someone like Yaddle is going to approve a relationship? Although I do still joke that Yaddle and Yoda had baby Yoda, but that's just my joke. Well, well. Are we going to get to see Yaddle in Tales of the Jedi? We are. She's on the cover. So maybe we'll have an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Master Sanubi is on that cover, too. I know. I know. I know. It's it's heartbreaking. I was going to read, or I was going to post something about it, because I read a while ago that Master Sanubi had a lot to do with Dooku, Mm -hmm. when Dooku was even a kid, and with Mm -hmm. Qui-Gon, like, teaching them lightsaber combat. So it's going to be interesting. And probably really sad. I can't wait. That's okay. We're here for the feels. But we know where he ends up. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> we know where they all end up, and it's sad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's terrible. That's, yeah, that's the bad part about how they tell Star, uh, Star Wars out of order. <laughs> True. We know True. what happens, and then we go back and see the happy times, and it's just uh, like, oh, God. <laughs> well, maybe it'll help us appreciate them a little more, right? Yeah. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> Since we discussed the different types of love languages that we thought Obi-Wan and Satine had with each other and Anakin and Padme had with each other, which love language do you think that they have? Or what is the most obvious way that they're similar? We'll, we'll take either answer or both. Let us know. Yeah. All right. Join us next week. We're going to go back to Andor. Sorry if you want more Obi-Wan, but Andor is just too good it <laughs> to, is. Not, to not talk about. So It really is. We're going to discuss episodes five and six in one episode together. So come back next week for that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.